Alright. Ready to rock and roll? Rip it, Timmy. Rip it. Rip it. Bunker Banter! We are back, and I am yawning up a storm here on this dreary Friday morning. As always, I am joined by my pal, the Chief, Dennis Dungy. Denny, how are we doing today? Timmy, we're still feeling the flow of the allergies from the pollen just blowing all over the place at Manchester at the Walter Lowell this week. Short week here in the office though, after the long holiday weekend. Uh, wanna send a quick shout out to the world's best junior golf parent and queen of the O dynasty, Sally Sohn, it's her birthday today. Uh, we tried to get a little cake and ice cream going here when she was visiting the office yesterday, but she turned it down. Uh, I've never met a cake or ice cream I didn't like, so I was, she kind of dropped a couple rungs on the ladder here for me, but uh, hopefully, Han, the twins, and Gia treat her well today, and we wish her a happy birthday. Yeah, we won't tell everybody how old she is, because I'm sure she wouldn't uh, appreciate that, but I think the cake and stuff was more for us yesterday, so we were kind of bummed that she turned that down for sure, but happy birthday to Sally indeed. What else you got for us, Danny? You know, rainy Friday. Uh, hopefully the golf pros can come up, take a little breath of fresh air while the rain's flowing outside. I know it's been a busy start to the season and we're getting into June, which is typically uh, member, member, member guest, invitationals, whatever you call it. So they're entering into the 100 day war. So hopefully on these rainy days, they do get a chance, as I said, to catch a little breather, uh, get some downtime, maybe spend some time with family. Other than that, uh, we got some section news to go through. Obviously, as I said, the Walter Lowell took place on Tuesday following the holiday weekend. I wanna congratulate uh, the overall champion for 2022, Chris Tallman, shot an impressive 66 over there, scoring 31 points in the Stableford format. Uh, and the division winners, Michael Jazierski, Mark Bayram, Kevin Mahaffey, and Rick Fleury, uh, each won their respective divisions. So congratulations to them on some great play. Yeah, it was a fun time, and you definitely mentioned the pollen in the air the other day. It was kind of crazy with the, the cloud of pollen, and I know that bothers you in a, in a normal year, but this year you've been you've been down for the count for the last couple of weeks with the pollen, but good event over at Manchester. Uh, haven't been there in a couple of years, I guess, but we'll be back there for a junior tour event in August. Looking forward to that. Uh, a couple other things on the section side. We wanted to thank everybody for their participation in Patriot Golf Days over the weekend. No, we had, I think, what did we end up with? 18 facilities or something like that. 18 facilities for that. So thanks for all your support there. Uh, and at the end of the month, June 30th, the PGA dues are due. Dues are due, Denny. Dues so, are due. Dues don't are miss due. out on that. Yeah, so don't get suspended. Pay your dues. Uh, if your club is responsible for that, make sure that they are following up with that. Don't just put it on their desk and... Uh, Hope it goes well for you. So just make sure everything is on, uh, you're on top of that. You can access that uh, via the email that they sent or through your PGA.org account. Yeah, good stuff there. Good reminder. Uh, also, Lauren's going to be uh, reaching out here. We're we're setting the bear loose. She's going to start uh, chasing everybody down for some charity classic for some donations and raffle donations, uh, obviously to support the Connecticut or the uh, Connecticut Foundation. Holy cow, I'm all over the place with all that. Of, I'm pretty sure you called Lauren a bear, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of day, Danny. It's, it's Friday. That kind of day. It's Friday. It's got a little growl in her today. <laughs> <laughs> for the, the Foundation Charity Classic uh, support for uh, foursomes and raffle donations. So 
be on the lookout for that communication. Certainly your support is greatly appreciated. A lot of those funds go to PGA Hope. We just finished up week five of our six-week program this week. Uh, got them out on the golf course. They were all pretty excited. Had some good play out there. So we're looking forward to this coming Wednesday, which will be our graduation ceremony at both Goodwin Park and Springfield. Uh, we're adding 24 from the Springfield family and 19 from Goodwin Park. So uh, the word about the program is definitely getting out there. And it's, you know, it's been a fun time for me, uh, for me and Lauren as well, um, to be a part of that program and, and just see the difference that we're making out there. So uh, your support's greatly appreciated. Yep, awesome program. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the PJ Hope graduation next weekend. We got some junior tour kicking off this Sunday at Twin Hills in Coventry with the boys qualifier for the Connecticut Junior PGA Championship. We got 105 in the field there, so it should be a, should be a good weekend of weather and look forward to kicking things off there. I don't think we have too much else. Just another, I guess, 10 penny. Everybody's been enjoying some 10 penny at our events, so that's been a Good to see. I know some clubs have been bringing that in to your F&B department, so just a friendly reminder to uh, reach out. We should have the cans with the uh, the section logo on them coming out at some point relatively soon, I believe. So when that happens, that'll be cool to display those with the, the section logo, the 10 penny, the whole thing. So uh, reach out to us. We'll put you in touch with the sales rep there, and hopefully we'll get 10 penny everywhere in the Connecticut section. And penny everywhere. And just one last reminder, you'll see it in the e-update that's going out here later this afternoon, but the Western Mass Open, hosted by Chris Tallman and the Orchards Golf Club up in uh, Holyoke, I believe it is, right? Is that where South uh, Hadley. Oh, South, South Hadley. Hadley. South yeah, Hadley. Close. Chris close. is from Holyoke. Yeah, Sorry. there you go. Uh, that's Monday, June 27th, so register for that. Uh, you know, always a good field for that one, so uh, enjoy registering and playing in that event. Yeah, and I think that's all we got on some section news and updates uh, for this morning. So we'll kick it over to our banter. And I am going to start with uh, the Rutgers basketball team. Going a little off, little off script today because oh. I am very excited that reigning Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, Caleb McConnell, is returning for his post-grad year of eligibility. Uh, we did lose Ron Harper to the draft and Geo Baker to being like a ninth-year senior, but... Caleb is back, so now we got three starters back, and hot off the press, and this is relevant because it's a it's a Connecticut store. So the 2023 recruiting class for Rutgers got off to a great start yesterday when Gavin Griffiths from West Hartford Kingswood Oxford School, he is the uh, according to ESPN the 26th best recruit in the class of 2023, chose the great Rutgers Scarlet Knights to be his school uh, for his future. He beat, uh, we beat out, I think it was Iowa, Michigan, Syracuse, and of course, UConn to snag uh, young Gavin. So I was very excited to see that yesterday. You know, that, you know that, that's always a good story to hear the hometown people going to different places, uh, you know, but with the transfer portal, probably next year he'll be coming to UConn and then he'll go to Michigan and then he'll go somewhere else. But listen, whatever he decides to do, best of, best of luck to him. Um, while you're puffing your chest out about your alma mater, I'm going to puff mine out a little bit on a way out from right field uh, sports news here. But the Kutztown University Golden Bears won the National Rugby Championship this past weekend. Wow. So, yeah, big-time rugby program at wow. Kutztown, even when I was there. So uh, they brought home the National Championship for rugby. So 
Nice. Way well, to go, Golden Bears. Golden Bears. There you go. <laughs> a little Kutztown action for you there. That's yeah. nice. Well, and back on the Rutgers, I don't know if you saw, but they kind of got screwed out of the NCAAs. They had, I think Michigan won the Big Ten tournament, so it kind of jacked the spot for Rutgers, who had like 40 wins. They were a great baseball team this year, and they somehow missed out. So that was a bummer. But UConn uh, baseball actually, I think, won, won the both Big the East, outright. Yeah. yeah, won the Big East and the Big East tournament, I think, too. Yeah, and I was, I was kind of following that this weekend because the World Series, I think, is getting underway, or the regionals, whatever. Yeah. I know there's so many different levels now, but Pac-12, uh, number 22, UCLA, was down nine going into the ninth inning, and they came back to beat Oregon State, who was number four at the time, 25 to 22 oh. in 10 innings. They scored 47 runs, obviously, had 53 hits in the game. That led me to look at the other games that were going on, and I if you're not scoring 10 runs in college baseball, you have no chance at winning. So it's it's unbelievable the run production that's going on there. It's just yeah, wild. It's insane, and I think I mean I think we're at a point, and we've probably been at a point for a while, in my opinion. Like I don't think these kids should be playing with metal bats. First of all, I mean, somebody's gonna get hurt. Somebody's gonna hopefully just an injury and nothing more than that. But I mean, it's insane the uh, athletic development of these guys. They're all huge. They're borderline, you know, major league talented kind of minor league talented guys and you're throwing them up there with metal bats and I know they've kind of taken some of the pop out of it, the metal bats but still let's let's have them swinging wood bats and let's get away from this metal bat nonsense well I mean listen uh, run scoring is great but I don't want a 25-22 game that's insane yeah well, a lot of cheering going on I guess and staying in baseball news Joe Girardi you and I were talking about it. I think he's on the hot seat the Phillies as you've alluded to the last few shows punching me in my gut are terrible I think he's on the hot seat. Uh, I was listening, I think it was yesterday, uh, Rob Dibble show on my ride home. They were talking about the Tommy Pham, Jock Peterson uh, altercation or yeah. cat fight. A smack uh, in the looked head. At, looked at the video <laughs> over a fantasy football league that they were in. I mean, Mike Trout's on. the commissioner. <laughs> it's so, all Mike Trout's fault. Another black eye for baseball. Jeez. <laughs> They're just, that's how that's how into a fantasy uh, fantasy football these guys are. But right listen, uh, on the last show, you know, we, you you came up with a question for me, and and uh, I just wanted to know how things played out. I think actually the game got rained out, so you didn't even get to go. But I think you went and watched hockey or something in place of that. So did <laughs> yeah. you end up buying beers? Did you yeah. not buy beers? Did you have COVID? What you know? What came yeah, up? Yeah, it was a crazy. So we talked about my uh, impending uh, Yankees experience from this week and. I was uh, on my way down, I took the train down, I was expecting to get there a little after first pitch, but got on the train, did the whole thing, saw the weather forecast, was hoping for the best, they were in a delay while I was on the train, so I said, perfect, I'm going to get down, not going to miss anything, they'll start the game right when I get there. I sat in my seat, about three minutes later it started pouring, <laughs> I went into the concourse, and about two minutes later, they canceled the game. So I had a nice, lovely uh, Metro North train ride down. Uh, to have the game canceled after 10 minutes of being in Yankee Stadium. Uh, I was uh, fortunate enough, at least Nasty Nestor came out and had a catch. So everybody went nuts when he came out and had a catch, but he was in his shorts and t-shirt, so I had a feeling that he was not planning on starting any games that day. Um, but as you said, we kind of made the best of it, drove back to uh, our friends in Stanford and ended up watching uh, the Rangers playoff game at, at a bar down there. and. And I did pick up the tab there, so I, I uh, did my did my uh, I think the right thing, right? 
Well, I don't know. You didn't get to watch the Yankees. Well, game, so yeah. your hundred dollars for the ticket was out the door. So they didn't spend it. I'm sure they went to the next day's game or whenever it's rescheduled it's a great for. Point. But you know what they say? When it rains, we pour. Yeah, something <laughs> like that, Benny. Yeah. So it was a definitely a bummer, and we had awesome seats, as I think I mentioned last time. It was uh, the Angels, Mike Trout, the whole thing, and they made it up yesterday with a doubleheader that they ended up sweeping. Uh, and they actually moved Otani up, so it was Otani against Cortez in the afternoon game yesterday, so that would have obviously been cool to go to. Uh, but I'm sure I'll make it back to the stadium at some point this year to uh, to get my Yankees in. But I, as a side note, I'm 0 for 2 right now. I've had Yankees tickets twice this year, and both times they've gotten rained out. The first time they at least let me know so I didn't get on the train to go down there. <laughs> this time I was not so fortunate. Uh, but yeah, the Yankees... They keep rolling along. Best record in baseball. They just took care of the Angels. They have the lowly Tigers coming up this weekend. Uh, so the train keeps rolling there despite some injuries to their bullpen, some key bullpen arms. But uh, J-Mo Tyone went uh, into the eighth inning or into the seventh inning last night with a perfect game. Ended up giving it up, uh, giving up the lead after that. But uh, they came back. Rizzo had some uh, clutch hit there. And uh, Yankees are rolling. Phillies still stink. And uh, that, that's about where we're at right and now. In, uh, and there's June still baseball. 100 million games to go in the season. <laughs> and there's still a long way to go. We're getting, you talked about the 100-day 100, uh, 100 mark. We're about to be in some dog days of baseball here. Yeah, so you had an opportunity to watch the, the hockey game, game one of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, the Rangers are playing in that after a uh, comeback awesome against the uh, Hurricanes. You know, winning 6-2, game seven, dominating that one. And they dominated the first game. Uh, the other night, uh, 6-2 over Tampa Bay. Yeah, game six and seven of the previous series was awesome. Obviously, you said they were down. I, I watched a good amount of, uh, I think, both of those games. Uh, I mean, Shesterkin, Igor Shesterkin, the goalie for the Rangers, has been pretty incredible. After they went up, I think it was 2 nothing in game seven, the Hurricanes came out with some pretty pretty good pressure after that, and he made a save that was, I mean, he went from the right post to the left post, kick save, that I think uh, kind of sealed the deal. I think if the Hurricanes had scored there to make it 2-1, uh, they would have been right back in it. But he, he closed the door, and they went on to dominate uh, Game 7 and carried that momentum into Game 1. And, you know, the Lightning have been sitting around for 9, 10 days, so you figured they would come out rusty, but not, not that rusty. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't watch any of the hockey yet. I wait till the finals, unless, unless I see it's like a Game 6 or Game 7 where they're going to duke it out at the end. That's when I start to watch it, but... Uh, I, I did see last night, I think the Avs won game two. Up, they're up 2-0 over yep. uh, Edmonton. Edmonton. So they're, they're looking pretty dominant as well. So, uh, But, you know, it's winding down. You got the four best teams out there. So we'll see how it ends up. And then we also have uh, last night kicked off the NBA Finals, yep. uh, the Boston Celtics. Uh, another team that came back from a couple games down in their previous series over the Heat. They advanced, setting up the matchup with Golden State. Uh, again, that was on last night. Pretty good game for three quarters, I think. And then the fourth quarter, I think I saw that the Celtics hit a record nine three-pointers in the fourth quarter. And uh, they're up 1-0. Yeah, I watched the first first half of the game. Curry came out and was lights out. And, I mean, he scored 21 points in the first quarter, which I think was a finals record. And, I mean, it's not like he was – I don't know what the Celtics were doing on defense. I mean, he was coming off screens, and they were just leaving him wide open. There was one time where he just dribbled the ball down the court, and they just backed off him yeah. and gave him, like, five feet to shoot. I mean, he's the best shooter of the last 20 years, and you can't leave that guy wide open. Uh, 
Um, but after that, I mean, he only had, I think, 13 points for the last three quarters. Uh, you know, they kind of were going back and forth. I mean, the, the Warriors were up for most of the game. I think they were up by 15 going into the fourth quarter. And then, like you said, the Celtics just came out and just shot the daylights out of it. And uh, I think it was 38-15 to 15 or something like that in the fourth quarter. They outscored them. And, uh, yeah, Celtics up one nothing. Nice to get a road win for them. And, you know, they've been the hottest team since January. We've talked about it a little bit in previous episodes here. But I think that's going to be a good series. I think that'll be a six or, six or seven game series. The Warriors are not going to go away quietly here. No, nope, and it was a good one to watch. I uh, watched the game last night. Well, at least till halftime. Yeah, and I kind of dozed yeah. off, you know. Well, these uh, 9 o'clock starts are insane. Yeah, that's usually my bedtime. So <laughs> I, I try and stay up as long as I can. Uh, watch those. A um, lot of golf going on, but I want to just another out from right field toss here. Uh, NCAA lacrosse was on this oh. weekend, too. And I, I used to follow that because I don't really know why, but I always watch it. It's pretty interesting. Lacrosse is awesome. Uh, but the women Tar Heels of North Carolina finished undefeated um, as champions. They they beat um, Boston College 12-11. Boston College was a defending champion there. And then the men's, I didn't even realize, was being held here uh, in East Hartford oh, at really? Pratt & Whitney Stadium. And uh, Maryland beat Cornell 9-7. They also finished undefeated at 18-0. and uh, I think I saw the first time since 2006 for the men's to finish nice. undefeated. So. Uh, the interesting part for me, seeing the highlights, the goalies don't wear any padding. They're tough guys. And they're getting guys. fired at. They're <laughs> tough guys. I mean, if you've ever held a lacrosse ball, that thing is it's not. Hard. It's yeah. not. You don't want to get drilled by that. And these dudes are they're out there. And, uh, yeah, lacrosse is a, probably one of the coolest sports there is. Uh, growing up, I mean, I would have loved to play. It just conflicted with baseball season. Yeah. So I never got to play. But I have a family of... Uh, lacrosse players. My cousin has coached for a long time up at uh, Bates College. Now he's got his own uh, like youth, uh, the Maniacs lacrosse, they call them. They're up in Maine and they're the Maniacs. Maniacs. It's pretty good. Wow. But yeah, so lacrosse is awesome and that's good stuff. Deep, deep dive from you, Denny. Deep yeah, well, dive. You know, like I said, I got to stay up to date on these things. Yeah. You know, I like to throw you curveballs every once yeah. in a while. But yeah, like I said, coming out from the right field bullpen on the yeah. rugby and lacrosse yeah. updates. But, you know, some new highlights for the show. Yeah. You know? Well, I, and I hear, uh, I hear you might be suiting up this weekend for a little home run derby action. Home run derby tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we have our, the end of our softball season. They have a jamboree, and they, uh, part of it's the home run derby. Uh, I took a couple swings last night. My back's oh. still in, intact. <laughs> you know, everything's still good. Uh, you know, I, I actually we played a great game last night. Our third game of the week already. But I, I have to say, I felt bad at the end of the game. Because you can't walk in our minor leagues that we play in, you can't walk in a run. So we were down three going into the bottom of the inning. We scored two, and we had bases loaded with one out. And the pitcher walked the batter. Ooh. So it was coach pitch. Ooh. So I stepped in, and I got a strikeout. Yeah, Danny. Unfortunately, it was my own player. Oh, <laughs> you never like to see And that. then our next batter came up, bases loaded, two outs. We needed one run to score. They walked her. I had to go in and pitch. And hey. I got my second strike. Oh, no. What are you <laughs> so promise? I had to walk off the field with my head down, uh, although we played a good game. So, uh, it's, it's you know, as I said last week, it's been fun, uh, you know, teaching the girls and, and watching them play and have some fun out there. But, you know, a little, little sad story to the game yeah, last night. Yeah, you must so. have been pumping some heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, so that'll be good. Softball, I, I, it seems like Bennett had fun with softball this year, so that's uh, good news there. But uh, on, a little bit more on the golf. We got the Memorial this weekend. Uh, and super random, middle of the week, the whole the match thing was back with Aaron Rodgers and Brady and Josh Allen and Mahomes. And that was my uh, Yankee night, so I didn't catch any of it. But I thought kind of a weird timing to be on uh, like a Wednesday at 6 o'clock. I don't uh, know your Wednesday night, it was on what TV channel? Like Pluto or something <laughs> like that? You, know, you had to randomly go figure out where it yeah. was at. Uh, they didn't have anybody that really... Belonged in the golf space, although Aaron Rodgers is pretty. He can play. He, he can play, yeah. And I, the other guys were, were okay. I saw a couple highlights of it, but uh, that's I, I don't know that that whole match thing has really gone downhill. I mean, I don't ever think it went up to the top of the hill to begin with. No. But you know that was going on. Uh, you had the Charles Schwab Cup last weekend, which had an exciting finish. Sam Burns started seven shots back, shot sixty five to get into a tie with his good pal Scotty Scheffler, who. Mm-hmm. Uh, was back on the moon again in the lead there, and Burns sank a 35-footer there in the first playoff hole to win. One of the highlights from that was that that was his third win of the season, and he's won $6 million already. Scheffler's already went over $11 million for wow. the year. It's so the golf prize purse yeah. is just out of this world. I so, mean, and it's continuing to grow. It is. But then Crazy. you got this uh, LIV business, and then they're dishing out uh, truckloads of money for their their man DJ. Yeah, DJ was a little bit of a surprise name on the list there. And, and I, I read an article this morning that apparently they're backing that, the next Brinks truck up to Ricky Fowler. So there's some rumors going around that Ricky Fowler is going to be the next big name to make the jump. Uh, so we'll see how that well, plays out. He's not winning any money in the PGA Tour. Yeah, he so. He's not doing himself any favors <laughs> there. So. They're targeting the right guys, I would yeah, say. Yeah, you know, and Graham McDowell is another one. I think one of his dreams was to be a Ryder Cup captain. Yeah. But, you know, he made a decision to go to the to the LIV. And, uh, you know, that might put a little black cloud over his head for that position. But, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. At the end of the day, it's all still golf. It's all good for the game. And... As I'm reading my notes here, I just got a message from ESPN, Uh-oh. hot off the press. Uh-oh. Joe Girardi, got out it. as Philly's manager. Just another thing that Bunker Banter has uh, brought to light here, and I yeah. think uh, it's getting a little insane. So I think we have a lot of power at Bunker Banter. So stay on our good side, because we don't want to be talking anything about you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, back to the memorial that's going on. I didn't look at the leaderboard to see who's taking, you know, playing well uh, through yesterday's round. Uh, but that's that's a big event, uh, you know, big prize purse, little some bonus uh, points for that one, um, along with the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and then you also have the U.S. Women's Open going on. A lot of big names in that field. Annika's back uh, for the first time in a long time. Michelle Wee's playing at her last event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nellie Corda back after her little uh, blood clot scare there, um, and then obviously Yuka Sasso, who's a familiar name for us here, is. In the field as the defending champion, she was the winner of the uh, PGA Junior Championship that we hosted here in 2019 at Keeney Park. So always cool to see you know things like that play out. So a lot of golf going on this week. A lot of golf. We got uh, Women's Golf Week starts on Monday too. We're off the off the heels of the ladies' event this weekend. So yeah. I'm sure there's a lot yeah. of clubs out there doing big things. Uh, I know I've seen some email communication from uh, Marissa from Lyman and and some other places and. Uh, doing some big things with the ladies out there next week. Yeah, I think NPI does something. NPI over at does Keeney something. Park. I yeah. saw that. Yep. 
so a lot of you guys out there doing your ladies ladies week look forward to seeing some posts about it and uh, all the good things that everybody's doing uh, but I don't think I have anything else left on uh, bantering or or curveballs or anything like that. So I think we can uh, wrap it up unless you got anything over there. No, I think I'm good. I started to come in from right field and you put me right back in the bullpen. So uh, that's, I guess that's where I'll stay for the rest of the afternoon. You got to control the show, Daddy. You got to control the show. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody have a, an enjoyable weekend. Weather's going to be nice. As always, follow us on Instagram, Bunker Banter. Download us on Apple Podcasts. See us in the e-update. And we'll do it again next week. Enjoy the cake, Sally.